You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's the most resilient parasite? Primetime with Isaac Insu. Can build cities, can transform the world all the rules. That's what I'll be doing every single night. Which is why... No, 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 no! I have to steal it. What are you talking about, Willis? This is Primetime with Isaac and Sue. It's going to work. It's passable, okay? This, this isn't terrible. The best in local, regional, and national sports. With no hidden agenda. Primetime with Isaac and Sue on 1080 The Fan. Hey, what it do? Oh, What's up? USA! USA! I kind of watched the game. I, I watched ha- it. I had it on in the background. You talking about did you game? watch it or did you keep an eye on it? Soccer, right? Football? Soccer. Football game? What else are we USAing? I don't know. Oh, just in general? like The big cricket match that nobody's paying attention to? I don't know. A, there's a cricket? We don't Is play Is anybody cricket. watching this? Like, what's the... Well, what it's are over the... now. No, I mean, like, what are the ratings? Oh, well, I'm assuming they're giants. It's the World Cup. Like, a billion people watch it. No, it's the in biggest the US. Oh, well. Is it does it beat Giants uh Cowboys? Oh, I doubt that. Forty two million? million people watch the yeah. Giants and the Cowboys. Okay, so if that's our gold standard. We're not getting that. Okay, but what does it get then? I'll bet you this gets twenty. Really? I'll bet you this gets Sunday night. Well, I don't know, middle of the day. Yeah, on see, a I'm Tuesday. Go way lower. Yeah. Yeah. Still, well, I watched it too. I was I had it on in the background. Well, now it's kind of me. I I'm, didn't listen to any sound. Until something happened yeah, that I was like, ooh, what's going on? And then I turned it up to hear what was happening. Yeah. I'm not going to lie and say that I watched the whole thing intently. Um, and I missed our goal, which was the only oh, goal. that was the best part of the I game. Know. I know. I, I watched for like 40 minutes, and I, I we, there was one goal, and I didn't see it. But I saw a near goal offsides, and then I saw the, uh, the Iran team, the Iranians. I saw them with several near goals as well. So basically, I saw every soccer game that I've ever seen, which was a lot of almost goals. Oh, hey, at least there was a, a goal. But I missed it. I know, but it, it happened. Well, you needed that one. We won. You, yeah, we won. So, USA! 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 And so now we're on to the, uh, I think we're playing the Dutch. I love how I pretend to care. I know. What's up, Buck? <laughs> Yo, uh, so for ratings reference, the game against England, was, which was the big one in this group, uh, drew 15.3 okay. million. All right. Said, which was the most viewed uh, men's soccer match in U.S. television history. So oh, I'm assuming wow. this one will do a better number than was that. Was that a weekday? Hard to say because that one was on a Friday, Friday. and it was against England, but yeah. this one was if you don't get it right, if you don't get it done, you're out. You're out. It's winner, and, winner, you're going home. And the home. England one, I think, too, was it like at 1 o'clock. So I think they were both, this one was right. at 11, so they're similar timed. But one was, I guess, on Friday, it's easier to blow it off and get drunk, but I don't know. I had it on in the background. It was on at the uh, the gym, and then when I got home, I had it on in the background when I was doing the award-winning show prep. Well, what else is on at 11 o'clock on a... I don't know, like the price is right. It's Tuesday. Tuesday. I don't know. Like, there's probably like uh, some sort of... Uh, there's nothing good on Dr. It. Phil. I, what? I mean, honestly, it's like... It's the last time you watch game, daytime TV. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why the soccer game was easy to put on. Now, if you put that game at 1 o'clock on a Sunday, how many people are watching it? You would, you would, de- well, I don't you know, know what I mean? because it's going up against the NFL, and I'm not going to lie. Again, also what I'm saying. You had a much better chance of me keeping an eye on the game, and I'd say I kept more than an eye. It was, uh, you know, I uh, I checked in. I checked in. Well, but, you know, at 11 o'clock on a Tuesday, it's easy to do that, especially yes. with your and I's job. Sure. Uh, Sunday? I got I got football. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no offense, but I don't think I'm watching either. I watched. I'll tell mo- you what, I got mad at those Iranians. <laughs> Did you? Or I'm sorry, Iranians. Iranians. You know, I was listening to some of the press conference. Yeah. Because they have press conferences at these things. Well, they tried to pull a Sukanic. They tried to uh, top spin lob their atrocities back at us. They sure did. I kind of appreciated the move. It was a bold strategy. I tell you what, anytime <laughs> they did a couple things that were interesting. They did, yes. Yeah. Anytime the you get in front of an international press, yeah. 
buckle up. <laughs> it's, because it's, they don't care. No. Like one, they, one they woman, go right at it. One woman asked the U.S. soccer coach. Yeah. Okay, this is the this is the soccer coach of the U.S. team. That's all he does. <laughs> and I I was surprised to see that he's actually American. That made me happy. Yeah, they had that uh, the German guy for a while, right? Uh, Jurgen Klinsmann. Jurgen Klinsmann. I always thought that I was, was going to say Klansman, but I'm like that doesn't sound good. You're close. <laughs> well, he probably is a Klansman. <laughs> wow. What? Hey oh. But look, that was weird. It was weird. Having the German guy yeah. as the yeah. U.S. team soccer coach? Yeah, I don't know how many. Like, So this guy, Gary, I think is his name. <laughs> the Gare Bear? I think it's Greg, isn't it Greg? Oh, Greg, okay. <laughs> he's American. I was listening to him talk after the game. I was waiting for an accent. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. He's actually American. Well, I think when it comes to like the elite soccer, um, <laughs> I'm not sure if it's necessarily homegrown. Like, I think we have to go no, out and, it. you know, you got to farm some but, of that out. Um, one woman asked him. Greg, why don't you ask your government to move the ships out of the Persian Gulf? Did you hear that? I did hear that. She asked him that. Yeah. And he's like, well, you know, uh, just a soccer coach, and I really feel like this is going to be a good game. Let me also just say for the record. God. I'm not sure the importance of soccer in your country, but the odds of any sport coach getting us to move warships out of a out of a body of water, I promise you that on the bottom of that list might be the U.S. men's soccer coach. Right. You know. Now, if but that's hey. if that's Nick Saban, then hey, you know. But they're here, Jim Harbaugh. Maybe Let's we get, maybe we get something done. Well, and then they were talking about you know their atrocities because well, they're killing people right now for protesting, and then yeah. they they lobbed it back at us with our <laughs> racial injustice, and it was like this. Well, I heard that one too, and that guy, uh, the captain of the team, whose name I don't know is young yes but he handled that question very well because he's black mm-hmm. and they asked him about that they were like well how do you play for the u.s when uh, there's so much discrimination and he's like dude i've played in england i've played in germany the guy didn't even know that he played he's lived in other countries yes by the way and not like, not a single u.s player that would that was that starting plays in the mls they all also, play overseas. Also opened his question with a reprimand of his pronunciation yeah, of Iran. That's yeah. the Which, thing. I mean, I, I guess you're one, you know, that's whatever. I'm okay with but, that. <laughs> I'm okay with that. That's what I was about to say was, yeah. it's not Iran, it's Iran. 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 Yeah. And he did correct this. Yes. And then the guy was like, okay, I'm really sorry about that. But I have played in England and Germany, and uh, I got to tell you, newsflash, there is uh, discrimination and hate everywhere. Yes. Idiot. Well, they do throw bananas and do monkey chants. Yes. At a lot of the African American, well, not just just the African players yes. in in Europe. Yeah. Tyler Adams, Spain, by the right? way. Uh, it, it, well, it happens a lot, but I think Italy is a uh, is a bad um, it's a bad the place Italians. for it. the Italians. They got a little bit of that uh, rise of the right They're thing not going even on in over the there. Tournament. No. Get out of here. No. By the way, I got really mad because I hate. Uh, I I don't hate. I. I, again, I'm pretending like I care. I don't really care about any of this, but I I do get caught up in it. National pride, right? Yeah, it's a bit like the Olympics, and I was rooting for him today. It's very much like the Olympics for me. Uh, the Iranians were a bunch of whiners mm. who were taking dives left and right. Did well, you notice that? Well, I, I I did, but at the same time, uh, it's soccer. I just cry much. Iranians. I, ca- I kind of feel like that's just what. Or would, would does. I cry too if I were from Iran? But isn't it ridiculous that all these like American fans are sitting here hoping that? The Iranians don't do something that gets the referee to do something that triggers a result against the U.S. Like the last ten minutes of the game, That's were you just clenching trying. that yeah. there wasn't going to be some they tried. strange incident? Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it did feel very corrupty. And they had a couple there at the end where that was when the, the last handful of minutes is when you certainly got my attention, and uh, the uh, Iranians, God, Iranians, Iranians, <laughs> Iran. I don't think we're saying that right at all. How about the other? No, the guy corrected our our, our <laughs> Mr. Adams lead guy. Uh, it looked like they had some real opportunities there. There was a little bit of a pucker factor there. I was pulling for my. Uh, Do you have a breakdown? For my of it countrymen. Later. Are we going to break down the? Play? There was a cross uh, that looked like it was. Um, hey. I think that's what it was. It was a cross, and I was like, "Oh, that's trouble!" And then it wasn't. Well, a couple good saves by our goalie. Would mm-hmm. you take a nut shot for your team to to advance at the World Cup? Yeah, absolutely. Because that's what. Uh, yeah. You take one What's of the nuts, you take one of the shiver shorts. Hey, sometimes that's an American hero, right? Sometimes there. you uh, you got to make it happen. He got Hanegard, Christian Pulisic. Yes, he's the new 
He's our guy. He's, he's like our he, new Landon he, Donovan. He scored the goal. Nailed I, it with the pronunciation, too. Right. Many don't. So good. Well, yeah, Tyler Adams is easier to do, so I'm going to stick with that one. Polisic's been around a while. I remember they, they, they uh, at least I think, they touted him as like our next Landon Donovan. Because I went into this, I don't know any of the players. Mm-hmm. None of them. We don't really and it used because to be, none of them have played in a World Cup before. They're we, young, right? I don't, I don't think we have a single player in our starting 11 yeah. who played in a World Cup because we missed the last one, so it's right. been eight years since. So for the longest time, it was Landon Donovan, and we had Clint Dempsey, mm-hmm. and, you know, there's names. Tim Howard, we had yeah, a goalie. Like exactly. we, There were people, like, it's the same thing with, like, the, the women's team or, or any sport that I, like, the Olympics, and this happens every four years. You just kind of learn, like, the, the media and um, was, like, the, the commercials, right? There's always a big push. In, in the commercialization of it, and it's like, hey, you should watch so-and-so because they're really good and they're, you know, for for your country. And so if you don't make the World Cup, we don't get that push. How are we supposed to know who any of these people are? And none of them play in the MLS. Yeah, well, the MLS sucks, right? Like, if you're going to have a good team, they have to play in Europe. And they do. Yeah, so, and that, so that's good. Yes. So I'm with you. So we're probably going to win the whole thing. <laughs> we're learning. Except now we got to play the Dutch, and I've heard that the Dutch are good, but now yeah. I've heard that we haven't given up a goal the entire World Cup, so screw you, Dutch. I well, the know. Dutch are always good, right? Yes. The Netherlands are good. And I think it's full of tall, happy men. Although the Dutch, right? like us, also did not make the World Cup last cycle. So, oh, um, so they're hungry. Yeah. But yeah, they're traditionally well, pretty good. Yeah. Did you know that the Dutch are the tallest men in the world? I did not know that. Yeah. It's, average height. It's a wonderful country, though. I had a great Never time been. there. It's it's great. And just the FYI, now a direct flight from Portland to to Amsterdam. To Amsterdam. Oh. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, they're always very happy. You know, they they're are. always the happiest countries. Yeah. And well, it's a tall very and, a lot of bike riding. So I expect a lot of canals. really tall men jumping around happily playing soccer well when do we play him when's the uh the knockout saturday Saturday morning 7 a.m Ooh, that's gonna be tough yeah that's gonna be tough for me that's a good one that's a rollover and wake up and check your phone and be like oh yeah we'll see what happens at the end it's kind of perfect though because that that little window is usually when like i would be watching college game day and just or at least have it on in the background glancing at it and rivalry week's done uh no major slate of college (laughs) football it's kind of the perfect time for that to pop up yeah yeah that's true you gotta put these games where uh it doesn't compete with any of our cool sports yeah, I, I'll go with that. Yeah, say don't don't it is dis- what it is. don't distract me. Don't get mad about that soccer yeah, guy. Yeah, put it in the. It's like uh, the Wimbledon final, right? Breakfast at Wimbledon. It's nice because I I don't have to compete with anything. I just wake up and yeah. there's Wimbledon. Dawn. And I also thought it was kind of scary that the uh, I was watching at the beginning that apparently the uh, the uh, Iran government was threatening that if you didn't sing the national anthem, the family members of the players would be tortured and or killed. Which. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, isn't that crazy? That's terrifying. So and they th- didn't sing at because there's a bunch of protests going on in Iran. Yes, and then because the, uh, the woman that was they she died. Yes, they, they tortured her and, and murdered killed her. her and, yeah, so it sparked this whole thing. Kind of that and human so rights thing. The Iranians, Iranians, sorry. Um, the the players on the team didn't sing the national anthem. Yeah. for the first game. Yeah. And so the government came out and was like, "Yeah, if you do that again, we do have we do know that your families, yeah, uh, where they are, and they're still here." It's terrifying. And so when they were lined, so, yeah, when they were lined up, they were playing the anthem, and they were they were doing a close up of each. And boy, I'll, I'll tell you what, no one wanted to sing that, but it was they were all singing. They were all singing. It was just like their lips were barely moving, but it was like, "Hey, look at me! I'm singing the song. Hell I've yeah. got a lot of pride." There was one oh. guy. At the end of the line, they were all singing it, and you could tell begrudgingly, but they were doing it. There was one guy at the end of the line who stopped. Hopefully, he was doing it, and then he stopped. And Mm. I looked at him, and I went, "You're Mm. dead." Well, hopefully, he's like, "I had some, uh, like, had a like a burp, or you know, I just was, I ran out of breath." I just find that terrifying that you are representing your country, like, and it's a huge, well, it's a huge deal everywhere, but in that country, when they like, that is (sighs) such a big deal over there, and. Knowing that something as simple as singing or not singing your national anthem or not standing, you know, think about like the the whole, you know, kneeling for the anthem thing that we had to deal with with Kaepernick and all that. Imagine the idea of, yeah, you don't get fired. You don't get blackballed from the league. Yeah, you get killed or like your your wife gets raped and murdered by the government. Terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. Well, they won. I felt for him. See, I did. Iran. Go back to Iran. 
I feel for those. Wine there. I feel for the players. We're heading to the Sweet 16. That's a tremendous amount of pressure. And yes, we are to the knockout rounds or stages. The furthest we've ever been, if you're wondering, and I know you are because you guys don't know. We'll tell you. We we follow soccer here. Soccer. The furthest we've ever been in the World Cup is the round of eight. So we we win this game against the Netherlands. Against the Dutch. We get to the we get the we get to the furthest point of the World Cup that we've ever been. Okay, I think yeah, because we're at sixteen. We're at sixteen. Yeah. Yep. So they get to the thirty-two halved it. Now it's sixteen. Four and now, wins. And now no more ties, no more points, all that crap. Winner go home. Let's do it. And Pulisic takes one to the nuts, kicks yes. the winning goal, leaves the game, goes to the hospital, and then tweets about it, saying, "I'll be ready on Saturday." That's you right. want to talk about American hero? That's right. There's your guy. He got Hanegard, and Christian it didn't. And it didn't matter. Pulisic. Well, you guys are lucky because soccer talk is already done. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was the thing. It's over. Yeah, and people say that we don't talk sports in the uh, first segment. Well, there you go. That was kind of sports. Sportsy. So coming up next, we'll get in our poll question. Um, I hate to say this, but it, I had it planned. Soccer. <laughs> More soccer. Well, 1080 gonna, the soccer. I'm maybe going to switch it up. It is, the, it is the World Cup. Come on. Go Omaha. <laughs> well, Buck's wearing a GD, a giant American Eagle shirt. Look I feel at like that Buck's thing. into it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look at him. He is. He has a he has a shirt and all it is, it's it's like a it's a sky blue shirt, and then there's just a giant eagle face on it. <clears throat> and he's wearing a like a is that a USA basketball hat? Yeah, it's the old uh, Team USA logo with the Zubaz pattern on the on the lid or on the brim. <laughs> now, if you had some America Zubas, now you'd be onto something. I don't really have a, I don't really have a lot of American gear. Yeah, this is the about the extent of my patriotic gear, and I think I got it ten years ago when I went to a U.S. Uh, qualifying World Cup game in Seattle. I have a U.S. hockey onesie, but I, I feel like maybe that's a bit extreme to wear into work. You know, oh, I don't think so. <laughs> Not on a day like today. Not on a day no. like today. Once every four years. Well, I feel like that Worth needs. It. I feel like that needs the because it looks like the U.S. hockey, like the 1980 Miracle on Ice, but it's a it's a it's a onesie. And I feel like maybe if we get to the round of eight, then indeed that needs to get busted out. Yeah, that should be celebrated. Yeah. All right. Big show. You know? <laughs> yeah, I do know. Jamboree. Let's go. Playoff rankings. Mm-hmm. Coaches on the move. Oh, yeah. Well, the Hugh Freeze thing is already fascinating. Hugh Freeze. <laughs> I can't. He's back. Did you see his press conference? No. I, I just, I, I love. I can't stand Hugh Freeze. Well, nor should you. But I love the fact that, that at a place like, oh, I don't know, Auburn, they're selling their soul, and now they're all into second chances, or in this case, like the fifth chance. It's adorable. All right. Well, we've got a lot to get to, so stay with us. It is 318 on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right. Here's our poll question today. It's on uh, Twitter, at 1080fan. It's brought to you by AAA Heating and Cooling, a family business helping families for over 60 years. AAAIAQ.com. Today we ask you, I kept soccer. I kept it to soccer because that's the story of the day. It is the story of the day. 
United States men's national team. Oops, I may have left out a letter. <laughs> uh, advances in the World Cup. How many Fs do you give? Oh. Do you know what Fs mean? I do. Uh, zero Fs. Mm-hmm. A few Fs? Mm-hmm. Or all the Fs? Oh, just the three? What the F? Mm. Yeah, just yeah, the three. And then a few. I don't mm. give all the Fs. I mean, there's very few things in this world that I give all the Fs about. And also, let me just state for the record that it really bothers me when someone's patriotism comes down to whether or not you pay attention to a sport every four years. We do this with the Olympics. Like, I, I love America. I love our country. Proud of a lot of things about it. Not so much about others. And uh, I'm, all, I'm, all, I'm all for it. But this idea that somehow if you don't get caught up in, in the moment of a sport that you spend three years and, you know, 11 months not giving any Fs about, and then all of a sudden if you don't just get completely wrapped up in it, get out of here with that. That drives is me. Is anybody saying that, though? It drives me bananas. Is, well, that, you, is that a thing here? It does, it does become I mean, a I thing. I mean, I know it's a thing in Europe. Yes. But I absolutely. I think here, I think people understand that it's just not, it doesn't mean as much here. I mean, if if they had lost, which by the way, if you're just tuning in, mm-hmm. they won. They won. USA, USA. USA. If they had lost, I'd be asking why we need a national team. <laughs> you're like, ah. But because that guy kicked a ball into the goal, one goal after getting kicked in the, the giblets. Now I'm all in. Now like, you're what all a in. silly question. Well, I will say that there are times that I uh, I get jealous of other countries. Because it, it, I mean, you've traveled a bunch, right? I mean, you've you've seen different places and um, get a chance to to live abroad for a brief moment when I was younger, and and I get that we're such a big country that it's it, it's a little different. We're like six countries, you know, pieced together in one. I feel like like in the world of college football, right? Like the SEC is its own country, right? Like they don't give a rip about the rest of us as long as it's happening down there. But I, I do get jealous that when you see, remember when Iceland made the, I think it was the World Cup the four years ago when Iceland made it, like that was an amazing thing to see an entire country. When I lived in Scotland and when Scotland did anything in sports, whether it was rugby or whether it was soccer, just the how much they embraced it or Canada with hockey, like I, I wish that we had a little more of that. I wish that it was, um, I wish that it was easier for us to get behind something. And I, I do find myself getting caught up in stuff from time to time. I don't like being told that I have to do it because then it feels forced. But when it is a naturally occurring thing, I think it's wonderful. I know when the uh, the U.S. women have gone on the World Cup, I've gotten caught up. I mean, shoot, one year I bought a Megan Rapinoe jersey. Now, it didn't fit. Well, when Chastain took her top yeah, off. Yeah, that was amazing. Didn't they win the World Cup? They won the World Cup. Yeah. And I was watching that in college, and to this day, I believe, on TV, I think that's the first game that I ever watched start to finish. Like, me and some friends. and now a big it, deal. Well, it helped, too, that we had the Hots wanted to watch it. Like, you know, some of the soccer. Yeah, whatever you know, they want. Yeah, you know, it was like, it was kind of one of those things. But if I said. If they wanted to watch Peruvian volleyball. We'd be watching be Peruvian like, volleyball. Go. You know, I was trying to, you know. You know, volleyball's big over there. Trying to make some time with, like, the 6'5 volleyball player. Didn't work out, by the way. Um, but. Like those, when you get caught up in those moments, those are wonderful. Those are amazing. But when you go to other countries, those aren't forced. It's organic. It just happens. And I wish we had more of those. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping that the men here, even though it's a sport that I don't particularly care a ton about, I'm hoping that the men can do that and can have uh, one of those unifying things. But it's hard to unify us in anything. Well, probably got to win another game, right? Oh yeah, at least before people start like, whoa! But if you got to the final four, I'm oh, guessing awesome. I'm guessing that it would yeah it would it would really do something. And and by the way, this is not a knock in any shape or form. It still wouldn't mean as much. Well, I'm not going to say it's going to mean as much, but I I think the men's team would would do a better job of bringing us together. And 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 this is not a slight in any way because I totally got caught up in the U.S. women's team, but. The U.S. women's team has more of an edge to it for a lot of our country than the men's team. And by the way, they have every right to have an edge to them. Absolutely. But when you look at some of the political stuff that goes on with the women's team, there is that, that is naturally going to take a big hunk of our population. Uh, and they're just like, no, not going to do it. I mean, we had the leader of our country taking shots at him. And that's that sucks. That's absolutely ridiculous. And I do think that with this men's team... 
as far as I know, and again, Buck, you're more of the uh, the soccer guy. I don't know of any sort of uh, you know any any sort of political stance, any sort of issue that the men's team is kind of standing behind. It so, doesn't. It doesn't seem that way. It seems like they've been very. Um, I don't know. They, they've sta- kind of stayed in line, so to speak. Well, and I, I hate that because then saying that the women haven't stayed in line. But I, I, right, and, and, and that, yeah, it's not to pit it that way. But I, oh. I just they haven't ruffled any feathers or yes. made any waves, political or otherwise. We all should have been able to get behind the U.S. women's soccer team. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. There were a lot of people, like I said, that got turned off by some of the messages, which is stupid. But. With the men's team, you see what I'm saying? Like, if, if we made a run to the Final Four here, and it was like, oh, my God, you've got a chance to win this, I do think that you would have a chance to get a a, a bigger portion of this country than, than I can remember. I'm trying to think of the last thing that wasn't a freaking war of someone knocking down some buildings that really brought an entire country together. And isn't that just sad and pathetic? That it, that like is there something? Do I have to? Do you have to go back to nine eleven for a brief moment when everyone kind of felt like everyone was pulling in the same direction? That, I mean, that feels like it to me. No, when when Bush went out and threw that first pitch out at Yankee Stadium, regardless of what you thought of his policies or regardless of what you thought of him, boy, I don't. There wasn't a dry eye in the house, and it just felt like everyone and, and sports kind of helped heal this country and it brought it back and. Sports can do a lot of wonderful things, and well, I don't ever remember us being in my lifetime as divided as we are right now. And how cool would it be if sports, if something as silly as a soccer game, and you see it around the world, you see around the world where it brings these countries together. Just maybe, maybe we got a little magic out there, and we can put aside some differences for a freaking couple afternoons and well, just be Americans. You know, what would get me is give them all AR-15s. <laughs> <laughs> on the field, then I'm on board. Then you're on board. Till then. <laughs> and you know what? If they do make the final four, it would be impressive because they'd have to, of course, beat the Netherlands, and they would likely be facing either Argentina or France in the following round. Oh dear. Yeah. Are we on the bad side of the bracket? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Is the other side a bunch of? <laughs> a bunch well, of no. You'd have, <laughs> you'd have Brazil on the other side. You'd have Spain on the other side. I mean, I think you just get to the final eight, and everyone's pretty good. Yeah, it's like when you when you get to the college football playoff, they you know you just yeah. Hey, you want it's Michigan, like, yeah. you want Ohio State, you want Alabama. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Well, I'm down because I know it's a big deal to a ton of people. So I'm I'm in. Yeah. I watched today and yeah. I I fist pumped when they scored. Absolutely. Except yeah. I didn't see it, so I didn't think I would. I had a but fist I did. pump in the GD highlight. It was really exciting. It was, it was a, actually a really exciting game. Yeah. I mean The end. That I, I thought saw it was it. really exciting because they it's just the way, you know, like they couldn't give up a goal, right? Yeah. So they, they got up one is it nil? One nil. I've already been yelled at because I called him a goaltender. And, and what is it? Well, it's a goalkeeper. Oh, but I just I said goaltender, goaltender and hockey. hockey, and okay. then of course someone's like, "It's goalkeeper, you ass!" You can't fool soccer guy. <laughs> Someone says the last time the U.S. was this was united was the last episode of the Game of Thrones. Yes, kind of true. We all hated that <laughs> stupid freaking episode. That's true. That's a good one. <laughs> but can't we be united in something that we don't hate? Can't we be united in something that's good, as opposed to us? peeing all over the Game of Thrones finale, which did suck. You spent that entire time then for no reason. She just turned bad. Come on. So at the end of the game, would you rather need a goal or hold off a goal? Because it seemed terrifying to hold off the goal. Yeah. I feel like the pucker factor might be worse trying to hold off yeah. on the yeah, goal. Yeah, I think that's right. Well, for fans, definitely the stress of having to hold the lead, I yeah. think, is much tougher because if you're behind, you're maybe expecting to lose, but if something great happens, then awesome. It's instead of w- bracing for disaster. You know, strategic question as well. Um, <laughs> they were. I heard a little bit of the broadcast at the start where the U.S. team was very aggressive because they knew they had to win and not just draw. Yeah. Um. <laughs> stupid question. <laughs> I know where you're going. <laughs> uh, why not play like that? All the time, because then you leave yourself <laughs> you leave yourself vulnerable to to get goals scored against you. Now hold Disagree. on here. What if they tried to score <laughs> all, all the, the time? time? <laughs> Boy, this aggression is great. Uh, maybe we try this every game. Well, Walter said this aggression because will not stand. As as the more aggressive you are, you could tell they were going to score because they were freaking all over him. Yeah. You... And then in the second half, the stupid coach. Right? Am I supposed to say that? I don't. Think I think everybody's to say saying he's a stupid coach because he. He then back, backed he off because everybody thought they needed another goal, yeah. but they didn't. 
so they're idiots. But Rob. then the coach said, nope, I'm going to put everybody back on defense, you which know, that was really stupid. You know what? This I is... hate him. I, you know what? I'm out. I'm, I'm you see mo- someone on the Iranian team got a card from the bench, got a yellow card yeah, on the bench? Yeah, I saw that. They're a bunch of whiny, whiny bitches. Well, I know I is like them. apparently Rob doesn't like Iowa football. And you know what? What's more American than <laughs> Iowa Was football? Brian Ferentz, the uh, the coach. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you're up. You're up one nil. You don't need to score another one. I'm all for you it. Do, though. Pun play defense. Let's go. That's how you win seven games and get to a decent bowl game. Well, ask Kirk Ferentz. Somebody should hire me as a soccer coach. Run the like when you run the touchdown play. I'll tell you what. <laughs> The more times you kick the ball at the goal, yeah. the more times it will go in. I'll tell you, you know what? Dan Lanning's not playing that candy ass style. No, That's no, right. no. Dan Lanning, he's attacking. So is Ted Lasso. He's going right at Have it. Have not learned anything from Ted Lasso? <laughs> I have I've not uh, fully embraced the Ted Lasso thing yet. Why not? I've seen like two episodes, and uh, I don't know. I just need to. It's not bad. It's I just, show. yeah, I just need to. He's just a. Lasso's a great character. I think it came in because I was so late to the party. It came in with such overwhelming hype that I thought it would, I would it would like blow well, me if away. If you think it's going to be a great show, it, it is not a great show. Yeah. He's just a great character. Yes. He's very lovable. And also yeah. the show came at the right time. Exactly. It came it came at a time that everyone needed something feel good yeah. and it was. Yes. It's like if you watched Tiger King right now you'd be like, "Yeah." But at the time, at the time, yeah. Tiger King it united the world. You're just stuck at home, and you're like, "Sure, feed me this crazy s." No, that's so this true. Methed out dude that has tigers, and he's marrying dudes that aren't gay, and some lady's getting her arm ripped off. It was the it was the time and it's place. All we had. It's all we it's had. It's all we had. And while I embrace Ted Lasso, I'm just not certain that if if I'm going to make it through the entire yeah, I get it. The entire now episodes. all we have is Christian Pulisic. Yes, and all right. One ball. Yeah, they're saying ab injury. Yeah, whatever. Come on. You got kicked right, you know. At least call it a groin injury. Come on. Right. Well, when you do get kicked there, we all know it does hurt in the stomach, so maybe that's why you're calling it. Well, it looked like he got both. It looked like he got the knee in the ab and then the foot in the gonads. Either way, send him to the hospital, dude. There's no good. Well, look, have you ever been hit really bad down there? Uh, Listen. Yeah. Of course, we all have. Yeah. But I've never been sent to the hospital, and that tells you right there that was not pretty. Like you know, yeah. those these soccer guys, they they writhe in pain, and we know they're not hurt, and yeah. it's just ridiculous. Yeah. And that one, you're like, you're kind of like, okay, get up, you know, even though it's the U.S. guy. Mm-hmm. But he went to the hospital with a nut shot, dude. That has to be so terrifying. Painful. Well, and and terrifying. Again, you're on your way there, and you've got to be making the assumption that if I'm going to the hospital and I got kicked there, that can't be. That has to be a very unnerving feeling until someone tells you that everything's going to be okay and the swelling's going to go down. Took one for the team. Took one for the team. USA. Took one for the country American is what he hero did. right there. Take one to the nuts. Kick the winning goal. Say, I'll see you on Saturday from a hospital <laughs> That's bed. right. Let's go. Give me, a, give me a bigger sports hero than that. Hugh Freeze coaching from his hospital bed. How about that, huh? That was heroic. Yeah. <laughs> he did that. He that, did that image of him like yeah. saluting who was it? Yeah. Who was the Dino Babers or someone who was down on the the other head coach like looking up in the point? It was just a did scene. You, real quick though, did you see? Did you see why he resigned as the San Jose State offensive coordinator back in the day? Hugh Freeze? Yeah. No. So I was reading. Wait, that. Can we? We can't. Hold oh, on. Sorry, I got derailed. Why are you starting a whole new topic? <laughs> it's an amazing. Story, Jesus, how man. long have you been in this business? <laughs> We got to take a break. Yeah, because we're because we're never on. We're never not no, on but time. It's three thirty-six. Oh. We're like ten Ooh. minutes behind. Ooh, I didn't realize that. Hugh Freeze talk <laughs> is coming up, though. I want to hear this. I got caught in Ted Lasso talk. Sorry. I love Hugh Freeze. <laughs> He's our new Dabo Sweeney, I think. Uh, here's Buck with Sports Center. If your day sounds like we need the report ASAP, you deserve Medella. If you've persevered through. You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medellin, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.
right, Auburn has a new coach, and it's not Lane Kiffin because Lane Kiffin had to be so petty that he had to deny a report that he was leaving for Auburn, and in doing so, backed himself into a corner that he had to sign an extension to stay at Auburn. <laughs> Either that or he just used the whole time to get a giant bump up. He's making like $10 million a year now at Ole Miss. Yeah, I prefer to believe that he stayed at Ole Miss just to prove that reporter wrong. I prefer to believe that. I just love any time someone's name comes up and then they get all pissed about it, but then they use it to sign a big, fat extension at their university. I love those. Yeah, how much does John the reporter get from from that? Mike Gundy is the best at this. Gundy does this, I swear, like every other year, where there's a rumor and he's like, well, I can't say that I wouldn't be interested, and here's another million and a half dollars. So Freeze, if you don't remember, he's had quite a past. He was the guy, well, we should probably review the sanctions that he left behind at Ole Miss. Yes. He was the coach at Ole Miss, and he was the guy that was using the Ole Miss coach's phone to solicit uh, prostitutes. Yes, although he did say that uh, he misdialed until someone pointed out that uh, he dialed that number a bunch, and then he was like, oh, well, all right, now I'll resign in shame. And remember, that only came out... Because Houston Nuts sued Ole Miss for defamation. They were saying that all of the violations that ended up, you know, they ended up on a like like 14 level one violations. They all said that it wasn't Hugh Freeze, that it was all Houston Nut. And Houston Nuts sued. And in Oh, sorry. It, <laughs> the TV popped on. Yeah. In their discovery, their lawyers are the ones that found that Hugh that uh, Hugh Freeze had been calling hookers on on the phone. I will say it's not that hard to misdial and get hookers fifty five times. <laughs> You're like, whoops. I mean, well, who hasn't done that? Well, I mean, I've got faults. You've got them. You know, and that's what he said today at his press conference. He was talking about second chances. But yeah. Well, wait, wait, hold on. I, before I want to hear what the San Jose State thing. Yeah. I just want to tee this up just for the people who don't remember this guy. So he left Ole Miss in a cloud of shame. Yes. And then, so he, Ole Miss basically said his lack of character is what got him fired. We cannot have this at Ole Miss. Yeah. So he gets hired by Liberty. <laughs> One of the largest religious institutions. That's the Jerry Falwell. Yeah, the, the Christian <laughs> institution is like, uh, uh, all under the guise of, well, second chances. <laughs> And look, I'm not a religious man. We know that. Yeah. But aren't people who are religious, don't they get pissed off at stuff like that? No. Or do they, do they just like, oh, yeah, right, second he, chance. He can coach. Oh, my You only God. get a second chance if you can coach. So Such a crock. And I, I didn't know all of this, but I, I knew that he had had a thing where um, it was alleged. A girl said when he was a high school coach, cause he started out at a like, Christian high school. That's how he started out. And... Um, a girl that accused him she was wearing a Grateful Dead shirt, and that's not going to fly with Hugh Freeze. That's the work of the devil. So he made her change in front of him, he, and he took the, the shirt from her. What, Like right there? What? Like in his office. That's what she alleged. Oh, dear. Of course, he's denied it. And then another gal claimed that he paddled her <laughs> while at that same Christian institution. And I was like, oh, my gosh. So I, I had heard of the the alleged shirt changing incident i hadn't heard of the paddling but then i was like oh gosh and then just recently like four months ago you know the ad at liberty came from baylor that whole rape scandal and there was a gal who was tweeting about it being like hey awesome religious institution and you hired a guy that oversaw i don't know one of the worst rape scandals in in college sports I history his name's ian mccaw you are correct okay and Hugh Freeze, at like 2 in the morning, direct messaged the gal to basically tell her, stop it. He and He's a great man. He's the most like Jesus that of anyone that I've ever met. He, and by the way, the girl's a rape survivor. So you've got Hugh Freeze in the middle of the night DMing a rape survivor, telling her not to be critical of the AD who oversaw the Baylor rape scandal because he's very much like Jesus. Holy jeez. Well, they said that, so in his new contract at Auburn, they said that he has to relinquish all his social media <laughs> because of that. Like, and, and he is denying that that's true. Yeah. But I guarantee you that's true. And now I just saw this nugget today. Um, and this one, it does, like, this isn't, a, a, I guess it, it is a rumor, but 
there was someone who was working on that staff that I guess corroborated this, that Hugh Freeze uh, took the job years and years ago of the uh, offensive coordinator at San Jose State. This is when Mike McIntyre was there. Remember, he moved on to take the Colorado job. But he left before he ever finished the the even the offseason there. So he never actually coached a game at San Jose State. And he left, and he took the job uh, OC quarterbacks coach at Arkansas State. And he left. The reason he gave, apparently, was that uh, California was um, was too evil. And his wife couldn't handle the, uh, the lack of Jesus in California. It's too much. It's too much! Mm. So they had to leave California and go to a more godly place like Ar- Arkansas State, which would lead him to, well, the hookers. So I just... In the hood. I just love the idea... That he left a place because it wasn't Jesus centric enough. The evil liberals out in California were too much. Meanwhile, this dude's dialing up hookers. But apparently, he wasn't dialing up hookers when he was in California. He waited until he was in the Bible Belt for that. So, look, Hugh Freeze is a good coach. They're paying him six and a half million bucks a year. But don't sell me this changed man. Don't sell me this second chance thing. And that somehow you're trying to, 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 to do them. right by a, a moral high ground on this guy. Dude, the guy's a piece of crap, and he's been a sleaze wherever he goes, but he's a good coach. And you're so desperate, he, so you hired him, you paid him six and a half million bucks. I don't think this is as good of a hire as if they were to got were to have gotten Lane Kiffin. But it is a good hire because yeah. he'll win, he'll but win. he'll also be out of there in five years. <laughs> Guaranteed. Sub less. He's a changed man. What Fear? are you talking about? Yeah, he Deal asks, uh, which Auburn coach is going to talk about integrity? Bruce Pearl or Hugh Freeze? He says, Who's their baseball coach? I'm afraid to look. <laughs> so true. Wow. I mean, well, it's just it yeah. is absurd. Like yeah. this whole, the, you know, you hide behind the. So you can be the biggest piece of ass, yep. but as long as you're Christian, you get second and third and fourth chances because you're a man of God. And they cer- just, they certainly do like to lean on that. So and then stupid. and then the supporters will come out and be like, "Well, you know, you have flaws. Who are you to be critical?" And and they love that. But just I just want. A university, and it'll never happen. You know I me. Mean? I just want someone finally to be transparent. It's why I, I respected some of the live golfers when someone went like originally. You know, Phil was trying to give his spiel about you know making positive change, and I loved when some of the golfers came out and was like, "Look, they gave me an s ton of money." Like, yeah, Harold Varner's yeah. like, Varner like listen, it. like this is generational wealth. Yeah, I've never want? had a shot at before. Most like, of the I'm guys, taking it. most of those guys wouldn't say that though. No, but I I loved I loved it, and I I want someone at Auburn. I and by the way, the AD refused to take questions today. They had the press conference, then he just quietly slid away. Well, and Hugh Freeze also said that he was not aware of any sort of backlash because. He's staying off social media. He's not aware that anyone's unhappy with this. I want someone at Auburn to come out and be like, look, okay, it's been a rough go of it here. We're not very good. We haven't been very good in a while. And if you haven't noticed, our in-state rival, they keep winning national titles. We need a coach, and we really couldn't find the guy that we wanted. And he's a pretty good coach, so what do you want from us? We're just going to pay him a bunch of money and hope that he doesn't dial hookers. Just wait a minute. say it. If you're... If you're a, if you're Auburn, and you're gonna bring in a, a piece of crap like Hugh controversial Freeze, man, why not just go get Urban Meyer? Ooh, I don't think Urban takes that job. He must not have, because nah. I, I don't think there's any way they hire Hugh Freeze over Urban Meyer. Like if oh hell if no. they could get look, obviously they don't care about character. So if you don't care about character, <laughs> the number one guy is Urban Meyer. <laughs> right? So why? So clearly Urban Meyer wouldn't take the opportunity. No, nah, I don't want that You job. know they sniffed around that. He had to have. Because that would have been, I hate to say it, but because he's a piece of crap too, Yeah, that would have been a home run. Well, so by that by that measure, should they have gone for Art Bryles? <laughs> I don't think you can. Yeah, I think that's I, untouchable. I was, look, I know. I, I know those are apples and oranges, good, but as far as, as no, long as we're. It, that, I get it. Yeah, that's art. Is somebody will bring him back, right? Well, they've tried a couple times and it hasn't worked. Yeah, he was going to be an OC somewhere, right? Well, the the Canadian League banned him. Well, he went to Italy. He went they to Italy. Over there. He tried being a coach in the Canadian League, and they just the the entire league said, "Dude, you are not going to work here." And I'm trying to remember. There was a university that tried to hire him as the OC, and it was a smaller place, and uh, it didn't work. Again, if if we're trying to find the limit of how grambling. So, Grambling. Hugh, Hugh Jackson is the coach at yeah. Grambling. He tried to hire him as <laughs> yeah. 
I do enjoy that it, we, we've, we've searched for rock bottom. You know, we're always in search of rock bottom, and we never find it. We hit the sides. Hit the sides all the time. But rock bottom is hard to get to. But apparently we found it because Art Bryles can coach and win a lot of games, and he can't get a job. So if, if, if you want to know where to, you know, where to, to find that uh, that line. line. It's, well, and Sandusky went to jail. There you go. Yeah. So, <laughs> so there is a line. Well, it's the, just really, You can't really coach low. from prison when you're going to be there for the rest of your life. But You, you know. think someone tried to hire him from prison? Like, hey, uh, Jerry, just check it in. When are you getting out? <laughs> be a consultant. thought you had some pretty good defenses. <laughs> Jeez. Um, here is what Freeze said. So they, they were talking about taking his social media away. Yeah. And they asked him about that today. And he said, no, that's not accurate. How could you do even do that in this day and time? I think there may be some wisdom in it, though. <laughs> what? Yeah, that was his quote. No, no, you could never do that, but it might be a good idea. Yeah, uh, it, it and might... there's no other, and that's what he said. Well, look, something tells me uh, they didn't say that he was like that he doesn't have a social media presence. It's that Auburn is in control of it. Yes, I think what they're saying is, hey, Hugh, at two thirty in the morning, you will not be DMing rape survivors about being critical of ADs. You're not going to do that. That's I hate to tell you that, man, but that's a really, really bad look because you know who he oversaw? Art Bryles. And we just got done talking about we found the line is Art Bryles. So just stop. Don't don't do that. All right. I want so bad real quick. I want this to end in a glorious crash and burn i want a bobby petrino like you know motorcycle accident ooh. hooker on the back ooh, 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 just ooh. give me something good somebody text you got you, i gotta read this what they're calling it right now what art bryles liberty oh my god it's gonna happen do they have it tracks it that do tracks. they have the balls well, they already had the balls to hire the Baylor AD and Hugh Freeze, and they had Jerry Falwell at the helm, right? Isn't he out of there now? But Yeah, he had to, he had to resign in disgrace. Boy, wouldn't that be something? You know what? Actually, it kind of, kind of makes some sense. I know. Hey. I know. <laughs> All right. Uh, where was I? Where are we? I don't know. Who's winning? Uh, we... We are going to break. What is occurring? We've been derailed by soccer and Hugh Freeze and hookers and paddlings and leaving California because there's not enough Jesus. We have lacerated kidney news. That thing's gnarly. Yeah, we'll get to that next. It's 354 on the fan. Text our uh, program, 503-250-1080. Uh, somebody texted and said they just heard Auburn was looking at Pete Rose for baseball coach. Oh, that'd make, I like it. I love piling on these chumps. <laughs> That's so great. Injury news. Um, we've got an update on our newest American hero, Christian Pulisic. Mm -hmm. uh, next to Carrie Lake, of course. Clearly. But uh, he is day-to-day -day with a pelvic contusion. Mm. I thought it was an abdominal injury. We're now back to pelvic contusion. Yeah. Well, That's just means, saying. means he's got some swelling. We also have lacerated kidney news. Now I have a well, I don't know if I've had a full lacerated kidney. I I've I feel like uh you pee a lot of blood and it is awful. Now, I don't know if so mine have, was Do you have pain yeah, in it's, your it's, in your back? Yes. Low back? Yes. And you pee blood. You pee blood. So I don't know if mine God, that was so long ago. I don't know if mine was I'm assuming because I was peeing blood. I don't remember. But they it wasn't like a you know, it's they, like it just—it's like ah, you'll be fine. They didn't seem super overly concerned with it at the time. Wow. But I, I do—I did have some it sort of. Awful. I did have some sort of scan, and it sucked. Lacerated kidney for uh, C.J. Gardner Johnson, the uh, corner from Philly, the Eagles. Yes. If you didn't see, he went out of the game the other night. Yeah. So he is. Uh, yeah, he's going to be out a while. Yeah. They said uh, indefinitely, actually. So yeah, that's. I mean, obviously his was way more seriously. Uh, but you you get that sometimes seriously where, lacerated seriously lacerated you do get those sometimes where you get hit back there and um you know i say that's that's not overly um unique what are the worst sports injuries somebody can get well, i mean uh, like if you so achilles i would think would be up there and i'm not i'm not saying painful i'm saying worst for your body and career <laughs> Achilles has got to be up there. That's the one that scares me more than than like I'm and even to this day I'm like it that terrifies me. Like Carl Anthony Towns, turns out his was a calf strain, but did you see his? Yeah. 
that just that looked like an Achilles. Yeah, he's out four to six. He just was turning, and then all of a sudden, like he he looked looked back, and they always say like you feel like you get kicked. But anytime you get like a compound fracture, I think that's kind of the gold standard of you know the the whether it's yeah. um, you know Sean Livingston or you know Alex Smith, Joe Theismann. When the bone is sticking out, that's the oh my god, like, Tiger Woods. Yeah, you may never you may never walk again. Who was the Oregon tight end? Um, almost lost his leg. Pharaoh oh, yeah. Brown. Pharaoh Brown. Right. Yeah, those are. I think those are are, are are by far the number one. Although you know, anytime you, you get strapped to the spine board, now most of the time that's just precautionary. But those are the 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 two that and neither one has ever happened to me. But I've been on the field when those happen, and I'll tell you what, man, it's hard to put that out of your mind when you see someone suffer one of those injuries. It is really hard because the game shuts down for half hour, 45 minutes while they're dealing with that, especially with the spinal injury. And then when that thing, you know, you, you, you get loaded up into the, the ambulance and they drive off, it is really hard to get your mind right knowing that you just saw that and now you're going to go back to ram your head into another person. Well, those are those are just really hard to overcome. All right, the Jamboree is next. College football, it will be the coaching carousel edition. We have a lot to catch up catch up on there is prime going to be the coach at colorado yet do we know has he said anything uh, well he said it was offered to him yeah okay and he's still not haven't heard boo wow. he, he's not taking that job yeah you'd think not right no, he's just using it to he's, he's not taking that job that was that you want to talk about the worst fit yeah i've just, ever seen in college football it's just Deion sanders to colorado just in boulder just doesn't make any sense unless right. he's just desperate and doesn't think he's going to get another power five job oh. and i don't think that's the case he's already said he's got multiple offers exactly all right we'll get to that next it's 403 on the fan you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 